I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. We are going back to the high for season five of the, the Connor, Connor and Smith, Smith Show. Show. How are you? Great. Well, it is a like rainy, stormy Saturday here. It is raining on Saturday. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it's crazy that it's raining on a Saturday. No, it's just we. It's kind of like our first official thunderstorm of the season, right? I guess so. Yeah. What are you up to? I am currently putting on a pair of socks that says "I was hired for my looks." So true. Um. I just finished yoga. I'm on like day 120 something. I've been doing it since January something. Yeah. Um, I'm currently in rehearsals for a new musical called Audrey about Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And I think tonight we're gonna watch a movie. Okay. Um, is that what you want me to talk about? Yeah, just you know, your life in general is it's always helpful to figure out where you are in your things zeitgeist yeah we um gosh what could we talk about that we haven't we are watching the nationals play baseball on tv well right they're now. playing the twins yeah but i haven't seen i mean there's there's no twins i've been watching i didn't know that the twins were a team i'd never heard and, th- and then i thought what a dumb name but i guess it's the twin cities maybe i don't know yeah it's minnesota twin city oh uh, but I'm like, there's so much more than two. It's dumb. Anyway. Um, we should be called the National Cathedrals. I mean, I, w- I would vote for that. It's a beautiful place. The National Archives? I don't like that as much. Although, I think they're very busy these days looking for documents. The National Musical Theater Day. I think that is a weird name for a baseball team. Okay, anyway. Um, we are watching Unstable uh, on Netflix with Rob Lowe and his son Chad Lowe, and we are enjoying it. Chad Lowe? Isn't it Chad? No, his name's Matt. Oh, is it Matt Lowe? I think so. Yeah, because I met him. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Tell the story. (laughs) No, 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 I'm not going to tell it. No, please. I'm not going to tell that old story about us doing uh, American Anthem down at the Navy Memorial and Rob Lowe came in to buy tickets. We canceled the show because of low audience members, but I think... <laughs> I see what you did there. What? Low audience members. members. Like he would have been a low audience member. We had low audience that's, members. That's when he was here filming um, the TV show West Wing, right? I guess so. Yeah. Anyways, so we, we were coming up the steps in the National... Um, the Navy Memorial and this, the woman that was working in the front... Uh, box office area or whatever she said oh you guys just missed Rob Lowe I darted I darted down the street across a, a bench over a bush and through the woods house we go and I I spotted him and I was like oh my god it's Rob I was like Rob 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 everyone kind of walked out following me a little bit it also sort of like embarrassing like oh my god is he really chasing anyways i got to rob Lowe. he shook my hand and he said this is my son matt and i said i'm matt and that's all i remember because you got his autograph i did get his autograph yeah and he was getting into like a uh, unmarked black car. It wasn't anything fancy, but it clearly wasn't a Honda Fit. But it was way before Uber, so it was not an Uber. <laughs> I wonder where his autograph is. Oh, we uh, we have it somewhere. I God. should sell it. 
why? I don't know. I could I could write this story. Anyway, his show Unstable is very funny. I wonder if he remembers that. I'm, I I I would imagine a lot of people run up to him, yelling his name, wanting to meet him. He's probably used to it. But not someone, not a cast member from American Anthem. Were you wearing the costume? I hope so. I don't think you were. I think we already got out of costume. We kind of looked like uh, our costumes were kind show of. Choir. They were kind of show choir meets busted drum and bugle corps. Yeah, totally. It was red, white, and bluish, white pants. Yeah, we, we looked like America's Hitler youth, basically. You know, it was kind of like a costume that looked like very of, you know, America, you know. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, we are talking today to. Damien Deshaun Smith. Yes, Damien. Um, we had, uh, Damien had a lot going on the day we recorded this, so we only got to talk to him for like a half an hour, um, but it's a good half an hour, and we we have tried to make this happen for so long. He's just such a busy guy. Yeah, clearly he's not sitting in his living room for hours waiting, waiting to talk for to someone us. to call. Waiting. My phone hasn't rang in weeks. I know. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right, right back in 1985 Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade Longshot just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler the world changed blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Damien! Hi, Steve! Oh my god! How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm so sorry I'm late. You know what? We had to hold the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> we had to hold Matt, the curtain and tell Tyler. the audience that we they could get free uh, beer or wine. Oh goodness, I'm so sorry, audience. I'm so <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm Matthew. Drunk. How are you? I'm good. I'm sitting here with the, uh, as you can already guess, my co-host and husband, Matt Connor. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hey. Matthew Connor. How are you? Oh gosh, who cares what's going on? Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. Whole bunch of crazy stuff. Me being in a nut pole in the city here. Well, not actually in the city. I'm actually in Bristol, Pennsylvania, right now. Okay, doing the cabaret. Yes, yes sir. That's we will, me. We will get to that. We are also joined by our producer Ryan Dean Halbrook. Damien. Hello. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. How are you? How's it going? Can't wait to hear about everything you've been doing. Oh, this is going to be fun. Damien, where are you from originally? I'm from Chesapeake, Virginia. Aha. Mm-hmm. That's where the Loch Ness Monster went to. Oh, is it? I did not know that story. You, you've never heard of the Chesapeake Loch Ness Monster? Only the one at Bush Gardens. The one no, in Stephen and I, we did a whole series. And the, Stephen, am I being crazy? Chessie. There was like a thing called Chessie that was like the Loch Ness Monster in the Chesapeake Bay. I've never heard that story. That's We are not crazy. lying. Yeah. This um, is CNN. Yeah. Um, so Ch- Chesapeake, and what was like the art scene growing up for you there? What what kind of, uh, 
what made you think, oh, theater's the thing I want to be, you know, involved with? Oh, goodness. Well, funny story. I went to a performing arts high school and it was all, I went there for like half the day after like regular school. And they, um, it was a great program. It was like a governor school program. Like, you know, all the, the special kids from all over the different parts of the area were shipped off to this one art school. And we like, there was a performing arts department. There was music, there was like everything. Okay. So there, um, they opened me up to everything I know about theater and, and whatnot. And um, I think once we watched the movie Cabaret and I saw Liza's performance and, you know, that was just like, that. What that's what hooked me, I guess you can say. That's that's so full circle that you're doing cabaret. Is this the first time it, you've done cabaret, or the first time? Yeah, first Interesting. time. Mm -hmm. Um, so f from that school, is that where you heard of SU? Was it like a catalog or something? Oh yeah, I mean, I, once um I was graduating, getting ready to graduate high school, I was looking into like all the schools. Um, I was going to go to AMDA, looking at UArts, and Shenandoah was my. Second choice. Oh, don't say it. No, no that was fine. my second choice because I wanted to go to New York, you know, but my mom, you know, my family wanted me to stay in Virginia. So that that's what the, that's why I ended up at Shenandoah University. And, and what was it about SU besides the fact that your parents wanted you there? Um, and it was your second choice. Uh, <laughs> what was your SU experience like? Like, okay, so you get out of the car and you unpack and you say goodbye to the family. And were you yeah. like, I made the right choice or where the fuck am I? I definitely think so. I feel like with, you know, getting better in theater, it's like experience is what you need. So I felt like going to SU, they give us so many opportunities for us to perform. And I got that. And that's where I learned so much more about the history of theater and, and, every, and every all the tools and everything came in, you know? So all of those performing opportunities that we got and all those great <laughs> shows we did was so much help. And were you cast in your first musical, Take It Easy? I was. I, I was, thought I so. Mm -hmm. And you were like, where am I? What am I doing here? Oh yeah, I was totally like like into you guys. All of you guys were like my 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 idols, like my people that I like. I wish I could be a part of the cool crowd, you know, like all the seniors were like, you know, it's kind of like a, a whole high school situation where you guys have your own like special lingo, way of talking, way of doing things. And like, we just pick up on that and, and eventually, you know, fall in line and do, end up doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, take it easy was a unique situation, wasn't it? It was. It was a lot of fun. I know it's, that um in retrospect there are some songs that were really good songs. Oh my gosh, if I could have Take It Easy in my, in my book and Who Cares in my book? Yeah. I would, you know, I owe that all to Maggie Portman as well, but you know, <laughs> there's I mean, there some great songs in the show for sure. And when you look back on it, her character was obsessed with Betty Davis. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, hello. Come on. Yes. Brilliant. Um <laughs> I I did enjoy my favorite was the potato song. And I recall very distinctly sitting, watching the girls do that in the rehearsal room in the S's mm -hmm. and pulling out 
potatoes when they were singing one potato, two potato, three potato, four. I bought them at the grocery store and just thought I'd pull them out of my bag and <laughs> set them on the floor. <laughs> um, I, the memories are coming back to me. You singing that song in my is coming is ringing in my ears right now. I was just like, do we really need a song about the potatoes? <laughs> yes, there's always magic. Well, now we have a musical on Broadway about corn. So it and needed its day, right? It, it was way ahead of its time. And and too bad that Carol Channing wasn't alive for it, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> the marketing. Corn. Yes. Corn. Oh, right there. It's just there. Um, <laughs> What what looking back on SU and your time there, um, of course, I'm going to wait to hear what you say. But um, what were some of your highlights in some of your uh, roles that you played or shows that you did? Mm. Highlights um, for certain, it was like Bloomer Girl, like being like a freshman, being a freshman and getting in the musical there was like a deal to us for some reason. I don't know why. Like and really anytime that the. the the cast list would be posted. It would be such a like thing to do. Like everyone's like wondering when is it going to be posted and you know, it finally comes out and who got what and all that. Um, but so many great shows we, we did, like even in the summer, like with Superstar and meeting all those like great people that, we, that I worked with there, like freaking like such a great talent that I feel like was uh, before me. <laughs> um, yeah, like the so many, so many memories from so many different shows, Superstar and um, Sweet Charity. Yes, all of those. Well, my great... favorite memory of you is you playing my wayward son, Kane, and Children of Eden. Oh my gosh! Yes, hello. You yeah. killed that song. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Same for you. Same for everything you you guys do. Hello. The uh, the a funny memory that I know that you may have repressed, <laughs> but it might come flooding back to you was oh, Hal goodness. Herman directing you <laughs> for when you are supposed to come in and talk to me and Danielle and uh, Adam. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the lyrics, neither, neither could Hal, but he goes, you come in and you, hey, papa, hey, papa, hey, papa, pa. <laughs> With the arms? Yeah, yeah, yes. you recall that? Yes, sir. God rest his soul. God rest. That was uh -oh. such stunning direction. Oh, for certain. Um, there... <laughs> I, I also recall that Bloomer Girl, for whatever reason, I don't think, if it had a choreographer, it was Marcus, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I think only with the um, African-American stuff in the show, maybe, possibly. But... Do you remember how very gingerly suggesting a dance move? Oh, certainly, for sure. Yeah. What about one of these old goodies? <laughs> and he, he did like bird arms and galloped. Oh, who? How? What about one of these goodies? Yeah, it was a moment to be in the room where it oh, happens. For sure. for sure. It was a uh, Bloomer Girl. Years later, I was in New York talking to this like theater geek guy. And he mentioned something about Harold Arlen musicals. And I was like, oh, I was in Bloomer Girl. And he said, <laughs> No one's been in Bloomer Girl. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's done that show. I'm like, yeah, well, that checks. Mm -hmm. Thank you, um, SU. They're talking about me, Horatio. <laughs> there were so many standout moments. Um, why was Maggie in a, like, Picanini wig? I mean, oh. there's, 
there's a lot that happened. That... Danielle's ballet, I remember. Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is beautiful. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> the Children of Eden was a interesting thing. I had a good time talking with Sean Hollenbach about the naming and his brilliant portrayal of a cinnamon bear. <laughs> um, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I will never be done. Um, is there a real animal? We looked it up. We looked it up. There is. Yeah. It's called a cinnamon bear. Uh huh. And that was one of the that was one of the animals that was named by uh, Noah. Uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah, that was yeah. And Sean portrayed some of the animals as they were being named. No, so they were kind of d- doing the storytelling like they were storytellers. I think they were called, and mm. as the, in the naming, like. Mia and Danielle would point at different people and they would be the things. And he was like cinnamon bear, like cinnamon toast crunch. Like what, what, you know, what is that? What is that the line in the show? I do not remember that part. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a gummy bear that has a little something. It sounds like a Teddy Graham or something, you know? Um, Like a light colored bear. It sounds delicious. But, but uh, it was an award-winning winning performance by Sean, of course. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so what ha- What was your, after I left, what was your uh, senior year shows? What I can't remember. Uh, senior year shows, oh my God. Thinking back, it was, God, I don't even know. Just how much <laughs> they my, were that memorable. My, my brain is gone. Um, I... I I focused so much on my senior show that I felt like, you know, once that was I think HMS up, Pinafore was one. Was it Pinafore? I think oh. so. Was the spring. And I think Katie didn't do it. Um, and that was controversial. Uh-huh. Uh, I do remember you going on for Marcus and Sweet Charity. That was like a moment. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> and you must have been like, you were so ready. For oh, yeah. And thank God, Marcus, you know, and I were so close, but there was no, like, you know, weird stuff at all. Or, Right. It was just awesome. Like, all you guys were so great. God, what was our shows then? I don't remember. It's going to break my brain now. Must not have been that memorable. Well, um, halfway through the, my senior year, once I got my, my job for, you know, my next, my first job, I was, like, so checked out. Sure. Sure. <laughs> what was your first job? Um, rent, rent. I did the rent tour. Yes, rent right before I was that? to Six Flags America for a little summer stint. Rent was that Six Flags? No, I did Six Flags like just before, just before rent started in the summer. Um, after we graduated. And tell the people who may not know, there's like five of them, who you played in Rent. Oh my goodness, people. I played, I started out as Paul and then I became Angel. Yes. Went through, yeah. Um, that show uh, was so kind of seminal in our kind of college time. It was like the new hot thing. It was the Hamilton of the moment. For sure. Um, and we all kind of, uh, I, I feel like we were all in that moment and then like, couple of years later we were like oh rent whatever but then like mm-hmm. secretly we were all like no we still love it you know for sure it, it got overplayed oh yeah 
but Everyone, you, it's well dated now, people think. It's interesting. I what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think it's like a, a, a great time capsule when it's directed, you know, if we're talking about the original production. Um, it's certainly like a, a time capsule, but I, I think it's something that, you know, something that I wish, you know, everyone could see it. It, it could play like a movie somewhere. Like, I wish there was like a, a place you can go in, in Times Square where you could just see, you know, a, a roster of uh, famous classic musicals that, you know, that aren't really around anymore, you know, that aren't, you know, being produced or that aren't necessarily commercial or having a commercial run on Broadway, but are just there for people to, to know as like a, to remember the show, to mm-hmm. keep the memory of the show going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, what? Well, let me tell my rent story real quick. Okay. <laughs> I, I was in New York City when Rent was having its uh, previews before reviews or anyone knew really anything about the show. It was all word of mouth at this point. Uh-huh. And Peter Brazada said to me, he said, you guys, you've got to wake up in the morning and go sit in front of the Needed Lander at like 5 a.m. and get tickets, standing room tickets to this show. Everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, I'm not waking up at 5 o'clock to go see a show. <laughs> right. Are you are you kidding? I'm going to be on Broadway, Peter Brazada. <laughs> and we went, and it was Rent, and we were like, "What are we seeing?" Uh-huh. We were just blown away from just this brand new like uh, idea of staging and music and the story and me, me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um. So different from everything we're used to, yeah. It was just really cool to see the original cast before the original cast knew that they were the original cast. Oh, yeah. And they were working. They were working. The audience didn't know the words yet. Uh Uh-huh. Anyways, it was fun. I thought, is this really the Nederlander? This looks like an old Pizza Hut or something. (laughs) (laughs) So you remember seeing it before Rent got there? No. Well, yeah, I saw it when it just got on Broadway, but was in the um, preview period where they were still changing it before like reviewers came in to write about it. So it was still in like this workshop feeling kind of thing. Right. Okay. Um, and everyone was just knew about it from the word of mouth. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. And then after I went and saw it again, after everyone knew the words, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you're right. You know, I do think there's a weird thing that happens with pieces that kind of land in a certain period. I mean, right now, the photographs of Angel Angels in America at Arena Stage look absolutely uh, invoking and enticing that you have to go see this show based on the photographs, even though we already know what this show is. Yeah. But it's like they're they're so I think rent and all these shows will have that same sort of way. Someone will, will redo the costumes or redo the concept or you know do it a, a slightly different way. Um, but the message is still there. Still clear. Did you guys see it in DC? I feel like someone did it in DC recently, like Signature or um... uh, we did not see it at Signature, we did not see it at Toby's. We haven't mm-hmm. gone to see Rent because it just feels like it's so out there in the zeitgeist that it feels like, oh, Rent, I know that. Honestly, yeah. I was Facebook friends with Daphne. 
uh-huh. for a very long time. And at some point she called on that we should not be Facebook friends. And I was oh. unfriended and I can't go see rent anymore. <laughs> oh. So Daphne, thanks. If you're Daphne, come on back, honey. Thanks, Daphne. Come back to the fold. It's not my fault you weren't in the film. Um, so Damien, correct me if I'm wrong, but it strikes me that you uh, have just been like job to job living for many a year ever mm. since then. Is that, am I painting a rosy picture or what's life been? It's... It's kind of a rosy since. picture. I mean, like there has been lots of life that has happened since we have last seen each other. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, uh, but it's been, you know, it's been, I've had my trials and tribulations, of course, and, you know, it's been tough out in the actor's equity world, you know, being an equity actor and trying to find work. It's it's nearly impossible, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I, I still have the, the dream and the goal to be able to work on Broadway in New York. Um, and, you know, as that goal, as I continue to strive for the goal, I I end up working, you know, in some great regional places or, you know, meeting some wonderful people. And, you know, it just, that circle just continues to get smaller and smaller. And you just like really do it for the love of the craft and, and, you know, for, to just to be happy, you know? Yeah. So I haven't really, um. I don't know. I, I, I haven't really like walked away from it just yet. I, I do sometimes think that I may be at a crossroads where I'm starting to get too old to do certain things or, you know, that I should be really focusing on other areas. But I've had a lot of uh, good luck thus far. So knock wood. And, um, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't have any age, Damien. Come on. Oh, honey, if you could only see. I have a great, I do my makeup really well. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, so you're at ca- doing cabaret at the Bristol Riverside Theater, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, first time there? Go here. First time here, um, I've worked with a couple of people in the show. I've worked with the choreographer once before and um, a couple of the actors. It's, it's a great production. It's a, such a, you know, the show's pretty heavy, but the cast is like phenomenal and I'm having a really great time. And you are uh, a Kit Kat club boy? Yes, I'm Victor. You were either Victor or Bobby. Oh, yeah. Victor. <laughs> I'm um, Victor. And and what is the, I mean, we're in a really weird fucking time in our politics in this mm-hmm. country and in like, ridiculous things trying to be banned and whatever else oh yeah uh, on sexuality once again under the attack um what what is it like <laughs> doing that show that feels probably very prescient at this moment um all of those things like um we're still having audiences that are having a tough time seeing two men kiss on stage you know it's uh, it's like those type of things that make you go okay yes we should be still doing this piece and it feels great to feel like we're like really hitting people where it hurts, you know, on certain things like the the whole racism and, and politics. It's it's just like all of those things are kind of stressed in the show. And, you know, there's times when we walk off stage thinking, OK, this is awkward. Should they be clapping towards, you know, Nazi flags being raised and, and whatnot. But um, oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's an interesting piece for sure 
And um, I think it's really opening up a lot of eyes that, you know, normally wouldn't see something like this. You know, we're in Bristol, Pennsylvania, not in, like we're in like the homeland or anything, but still it's, it's, we're not in New York City doing this type of show. And a lot of it, it, people are really responding well to it. It's, it's a great production. It's, it's really done really well. And um, yeah. Don't, I mean, Cabaret is kind of a rent of its time. For sure. Um, Definitely. Again, timeless. Unfortunately, we're in a moment when dictators are prevalent and rising in many countries. Mm-hmm. Um, where once again, fear is being used instead of policy um, by a certain party and a certain character um, who just went to New York to get arraigned tomorrow. Mm-hmm. um you know and it just feels probably like i i I, grand hotel is a similar show that feels like it's the lead up to the nazi era and you feel the anger from the workers and the people who you know don't the have nots Mm -hmm. um in the kitchen and scullery and stuff and and cabaret feels like it's just like a few months after grand hotel takes place um and it, it just kind of always to me, whenever I see it, feels like a claustrophobic piece that keeps tightening mm-hmm. um, until you you see the uh, uncertain but kind of certain outcomes of the characters by the end, especially the MC and Sally. Um, it's just I don't know. You we we all know this. We know Cabaret, but it's just Cabaret at this time. Um, there was a really interesting take on it um, that I, was it. I can't remember. I've seen so many cabarets. It was was either I think it was Arena Stage, and they did it. Um, there was a, a African American actress in the as one of the Kit Kat girls, mm-hmm. and then after the opening number in Act Two, you just didn't see her again. Get out. And nothing was said, and she wasn't removed. You just kind of at a certain point went. Where'd she go? That's bizarre. But it was a choice. Like certain people were just starting to disappear. Because, um, right. I see. It and and the more you thought about it, the more you you were like, <laughs> is she injured? What's going? You know. But then and you started to notice. I think a few other people started to disappear too. Wow. Um, and anyway, of the moment, that was a choice. That was an actual choice that the director made that they mm-hmm. wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly not the show that you're gonna walk out of, you know, feeling rosy and 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 bright, you know. Right, right, right. Everybody thinks, oh, but life is a cabaret. That's a fun song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But not when you've like, you know, just you have nothing left and you're just like having a breakdown singing a song. Mm-hmm. Um. So what? What is? What is life next? What is next in life for you? What is, uh, do, where do you live now, nowadays? I live here in, in I live in Times Square in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, after this, I just go back. I'm going back for like a, a month just to, you know, repress and get ready for my next gig or to find another gig, actually. Mm-hmm. Or just start back all over again. I'm doing um, Jersey Boys in South Carolina after this. In about okay. a month, I'll have like a month off until I start that. But, you know, it just never ends. We just continue to audition and 
hope for something to come through. <laughs> Do you still have family in the Chesapeake area? Oh, yeah, all my family's there. All my family's in Virginia. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it gets kind of lonely up in the city sometimes, you know, six hours, six, seven hours away from your family. But yeah, I try to get down there to see them when I can. Um, there is one show that we did not speak about. What's that? Playground. <laughs> he said that he, he You said the P word? <laughs> what did you say, Damien? You said the P word. I did. <laughs> um... I, I, there's not much to say that hasn't been said uh, about the P word on yes, this show. I've done some shameless things about with um, around that show. I put that show on my resume from time to time, just so I can tell people that you know. That's why you're not working, Dane. <laughs> they see that and they're it's like, "Possible." Just oh so God. Can, um, well, this is. I was trying to like kind of point out to Evan Pappas that it was me and. Um, I, I put it on for one of his an audition that I have for him. So there you go. Yeah. He probably repressed it and blocked it out too. He did. He did not hire me for that job. He did not. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, he's he's really sweet. He's great. He's he's read me a couple of times for some things and I've seen him around in the city. In the city. In this city. Um, and okay, so I I I apologize to the audience. We had some technical issues at the, the start. They're going to be like, why didn't you talk to Damien longer? And we unfortunately have another recording at 8.30. Okay. So that's, that's why this has been short and not because we don't love Damien and want no, to talk to him fault. all night. <laughs> um, but I want to ask, in your downtime, when you're not putting on extensive makeup. Uh -huh. um, uh, 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 I wear makeup uh, uh, every day. Uh, 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 um, what what do you do? What is your, um, do you do you like to stream? Do you like to read? What What is your kind of- Go-to. Go-to. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a go-to. I don't, I, I'm like an awful hermit that is slowly turning into my mother. Don't tell have me. Have you seen Extreme Love? <laughs> I die Hulu, I, I Netflix. I, I'm a couch potato. I've always been kind of a, a couch potato that is like a, you know, introverted, you know, person that doesn't want to hang out with anyone but myself. It's awful. I know it's an awful story. But maybe you guys can help me with that in therapy. <laughs> this, this, yeah, this is this is the beginning. We're starting tonight. You're basically yes. talking to big and little idiot Grey Gardens. Oh, thank God. I need you. Because I need you guys in my life. That's we we just sit around and look at the animals that are living in the house. You know, it's I love that we haven't really left the living room in a couple of years, so we we feel you. Um, oh, so was yeah. COVID like your your jam because you felt like you didn't have to do anything? Or oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, but you know, what was it like being in New York during COVID? Very scary, very scary, imagine. and you know, it was like it was like nine eleven all over again in a way. You know, because mm -hmm. um, just seeing the streets be like, you know, dead, like no one, are, no one's around. And it was kind of insane. And yeah. And just trying to navigate, you know, a, you know, something you want to call a career, like like trying to act and trying to find work with, you know, was non-existent. And we didn't think it was going to come back. So, you know, it was tough. And getting, 
getting used to all that, the new things that came into play. Yeah, I mean, it, it a lot of people kind of t- took that time and chose to like leave the business because it mm-hmm. was like, why continue in something that may not go on? Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of limping back. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. And I, I, I can't imagine that any theater is like, we're back at 150%, you know? Right. But um, yeah, it's a new time and it's probably never going to go back to the way it was. You know, I, I, I can imagine it, it will be definitely changed for at least a good amount of time. That's for sure. We can never go back to never. <laughs> um, Damien, I love you, miss you, and I wish you great success in your future endeavors and stay in touch and Thank all of that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I feel the same way, ditto. Right back at you, boys. Um, you so much. And I, I keep following you on platforms so I can see what you're up to and just uh, always proud, proud of the wayward son. Oh, you're the sweetest. I wish um, um, I wish I could see you very soon. Hopefully we, we can make that happen somehow. Um, yeah, I'm really wish you guys could see the show. It's so phenomenal and fantastic. And I love you guys and so good to talk to you. Yep. You have a good night. Have a good night. Take care. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us, Damien. We appreciate it. We hope Cabaret goes very well. Yep, an unfortunately always timely show, um, which we love. Love the candor and ab- of it all. Um, if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an ER. You can find us on social media on Patreon. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, Discord under Connor and Smith. Again, Connor with an ER. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Share it where you share things. Post it where you post things. There is a Discord board. Uh, You can go on there and catch up with your alum. They um, are sometimes active on there, sometimes not. Sometimes there are photos that are shared. It's kind of fun um but you can find that link in the podcast notes to go wave your hand and say hi to everybody um thank you to our sustaining patreon members also uh we couldn't do this without you and we appreciate you thank you without you you. (laughs) um you can find our patreon link also in the podcast notes should you be so willing to become a patreon supporter um, that's, that's about it for this week. Uh, wow. It's almost May. I can't believe that. It feels like we, number one, didn't have a winter at all. We had a spring for the first time, but like we're full into like summery kind of stuff. It does get cooler this week if you're in the DMV area, but at any rate. Cool out a sweater. Oh, it's like 60s. It's fine. It's like a light sweater. What it should be for this time of year. Um, Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.